One thing about mama, she is going to make sure that everyone else is taken care of before she even thinks about treating herself. So if you are looking for the perfect gift to make mom feel special this Mother's Day, make sure you check out the Mega Moisture Duo from Osea Malibu because body care is self-care. Since 1996, Osea has been making clean, clinically proven, seaweed-infused skincare. So this Mother's Day, treat mom to the everyday spa experience she deserves. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code GSPP at OseaMalibu.com. Plus, you'll get free samples with every order and free shipping on orders over $60. Head to OseaMalibu.com and use code GSPP for 10% off. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Come on, let's work, let's You can wish for it, or you can work for it. You gotta work for greatness. If you ain't working, you should be working. Welcome to Confessions of a Workaholic, where we share the untold success secrets of fearless female entrepreneurs who are obsessed with success. This is your girl, Corey Yell. So excited to have you back for another week, another show, some more encouragement. And I hope that you are ready to get this work. This episode is brought to you by Busy at the Beach, the quarterly weekend getaway for goal-getting women. Meet our boss babes where it all began in Cancun, Mexico for our fifth birthday beach bash, August 8th through 11th, 2019. To find out how you can attend, visit busyattheBeach.com. So today we are talking to a boss babe, Marty McDonald. Marty McDonald is the founder of Boss Women Media. She created Boss Women Media in 2016 as a personal need to connect with women who desired more. She wanted to be around women who desired more from their nine to five jobs. And after a great success from the first brunch in May 2016, she knew that there was a need for women to collaborate together. Marty established the foundation of Boss Women Media as a brand from each brunch and soon knew that this would not just be another social organization, but actually an opportunity to help women cultivate the life that they desired. Marty, are you ready to confess? I absolutely am. I'm so excited to be with you today. 
Yes. Okay. So Marty, I always like to start out by just asking what your professional background is, because I always find it so interesting how our passions tend to lead us away from our profession. So what did you actually start your career doing and what was that transition like? Yeah. So um, I worked the corporate grind for nine plus years. I came from a background of marketing, brand management, and product innovation. So I worked for brands like um, Pizza Hut, CC's Pizza, um, Del Frisco's Grill, Mission Foods, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. (laughs) And basically what I did at those jobs was I helped them create stories and tell brands, help them create and establish stories that connected with consumers. Very similar to what I'm doing right now. (laughs) Yes. That was what was going to be my next question is how were you able to transition the skills that you use um, in corporate America to now, you know, your own brand? How are you able to kind of implement some of those skills that you used over there? Yeah, I think that sometimes we make corporate life seem like, oh, my God, this is the worst thing in the world. But in actuality, we need to be taking notice of the skills that we are utilizing every day, because most likely those skills will um, transfer over into businesses because essentially you're working for a company and a business and an organization, right? That's at the end of the day, trying to make money, trying to be profitable. Um, And so for me specifically, it was when I'm resonating with our community and telling the story and creating experiences, what did I do when I was telling the story of how to make, you know, this new and exciting pizza that we were putting out, right? Um, it was very similar, and the principles were very um, was were basically the same. You know, it was storytelling one on one. It was how I resonated with people. What was the story? What was the experience? And why would they be drawn into it? And so, um, those skills are just skills that I really use every single day. You know what, Marty? You made a really good point because um, in Instagram land, like everybody is quit your job, walk away, start your own thing, be your own boss. But nobody really talks about the importance of getting those trainings, like getting all the certifications you can while you're in corporate, going the extra mile, doing the ex, you know, doing all of that stuff while you have access and basically like on the job training while these companies will, you know, are paying you for this extra training because you can literally transfer those same things. I mean, you utilize those same skills and that same knowledge that you pick up in your corporate job. So when you decided to transition from, you know, full-time nine to five to full-time entrepreneur, did you have to deal with any doubts from other people? Like what were the people closest to you saying about that transition? Absolutely. I think that we deal with that in any type of situation, right? When it's the unknown. And so it was very much so the unknown when you're quitting. I quit a six figure paying job to go do what, (laughs) you know, like my parents were probably the first people that doubted the situation. They were like, we paid for you to go to college. Oh, by the way, we paid for you to get an MBA. Why are you doing this? And so, but you know what? Those doubters really gave me the motivation. That was the reason why I could not lose because I had something to prove. And so um, really, I had to change my mindset. I had to change what I was putting into my body. The people that were around me and in my circle um, shifted 
because I needed people that were going to pour into me and believe into me. And here's, here's what the, the true tea is. The true tea is nobody ever believes in you at the beginning. They only believe in you when they've seen results. So you have to be your biggest advocate when you're pushing through and not allow the doubt to creep in because it's natural to have doubts. But you just have to make sure that you are um, very aware of what you're putting in your body and your soul and you're telling yourself on a daily basis. So, so true. And sometimes, um, because you mentioned your parents, and I think for women especially, like it's our mom who, you know, wants the best for us, right? But but sometimes they're... Um, you know, them wanting the best for us wants to to kind of protect us and keep us safe. And us going the unconditional or un- unconventional route is not safe. It's the unknown. Yep. It's, you know, it's not secure. We don't know what's going to happen. And so, you know, sometimes it's coming from a place of love, but it's still that negative energy, that doubtful energy. And so changing your mindset, changing your surroundings, changing your environment is so important because, you know, when other people are doubting you, you, you can't afford to doubt yourself. So I love that you talked about having to, you know, switch up your circle and pay close attention to what you're putting in your body and and putting into your mind, what you're feeding yourself, literally. Um, So what are some books that you kind of read to change your mindset and to really, truly understand um, what you needed to, to be able to practice that faith, that active faith that you needed um, in the first few months of of full-time entrepreneurship? Can you recommend any books for people out there who may not have like the home girls that can encourage them and, you know, lift them up? And so, you know, they're by themselves right now because we, you know, we know that entrepreneurship can be very lonely. When people aren't believing in your dreams, when people don't see the vision, a lot of times you, you know, are forced to just see it for yourself. So um, what are some books that you could recommend that that helped you to change your mindset? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I first had to like literally shift my thought process because I quit my job with a plan, but not like a hundred percent plan. I mean, I'm just going to be completely honest, right? Um, and we often do that because we're in situations that have like completely drained us. And the only thing we want to do is get out of the situation as quickly as possible. Right. And I know that so many people can relate to the fact of like leaving a situation and not necessarily having a 100% plan. Right. And so I had to shift literally my thought process. I had to affirm myself daily. I wrote post-it notes and put them on mirrors of who I was, who I wanted to be what I was really pushing towards. And so one of the books that really helped me get there was You Are a Badass. And so I read that book. I was like, okay, I'm ready. I got my fighting gloves on. I'm ready to go. And then I had to go figure out, okay, so how am I going to make money? (laughs) And so it was profit first. And so educating myself around business books and business strategies has been really one of the big proponents of me being able to stay abreast out here because it is a daily fight. It's a daily fight within your own mind and you have to get up and hustle because there is nothing like getting a paycheck every two weeks versus if I don't work today, I don't eat today. And you, I mean, it's really just shifting your thoughts. 
So let's talk a little bit about the self-care aspect, right? Because like you said, there are no guarantees. Like entrepreneurship can easily stress you the hell out when you don't know, you know, what next month is going to look like. Um, and so what are some things that you do to take care of yourself? Like, do you have a favorite self-care ritual? Is there something that you do to just, you know, relax and get your mind off of business? What is that thing that, that you do for yourself that may be beneficial to someone listening? Yeah. So I'm going to be like real honest about self-care. I think that self-care is something that it's not a formula for all. You have to figure out what works for you. And to be honest, I'm still trying to figure out what self-care looks like for me. So um, I know that um, we're talking this week. This week is the week of Thanksgiving. And so um, I'm going to literally turn off all email, Instagram, Facebook, everything from Wednesday until Saturday. And that's really me treating myself completely not looking at the gram, not looking at social media. And so this will be my first time away in literally 10 months, which is crazy. And so um, I'm still trying to practice what self-care looks like because I'm, I'm in grind mode. And I think that when you are in a, a hustler's mode and you first start out, you're hungry. And so you're going to do whatever it takes to win. But I think that sometimes you have to stop and self-examine where you are and, um, and what you're putting into, you know, into your system and what can you kind of alleviate to take away. So that's what my self-care looks like this week. Um, but in a month from now, in two months from now, after, you know, we've kind of announced some more bigger things that are coming up our pipeline, self-care might look a little different for me. But right now, that's kind of where I'm at. And I'm, I'm gradually trying to figure out what is it that my body needs to step away from certain things. Listen, I love that answer. And I appreciate your honesty. Um, and, and even the fact that you didn't try to say, you know, just run down something that probably wasn't even true, like just to have a good answer. That's the point of this podcast is to have the conversation so that people know we don't have it all together. Like we don't know. I don't, I don't know what balance means. Like I don't have balance in my life that does not exist for me. So trying to paint, you know, a perfect picture, like we have it all together, I think does a disservice for people out there who don't have it all together, but feel like they should. And so, you know, I love that you can just say, you know, this is what self-care is for me this week. Next week, it might be a little different. The week after that, I might not have have time for it because I'm in grind mode and that is real like that is really real um and so whatever self-care looks like for you even if it's just drawing yourself a bath at the end of the night or um taking time to meditate in the morning whatever it you have to do to care for yourself um definitely make sure you are incorporating incorporating that into your uh into your routine as best as possible because it makes no sense to be out here uh building these businesses giving it your blood sweat and tears and then you are not around long enough yep. to enjoy the fruits of your labor yeah, yeah. so Okay, you talked a little bit about mindset um, and, and having to shift. And, you know, you mentioned a few times being um, really aware and intentional about what you put in your body, what you, you know, put in your mind, what, what you let affect you, let in your space. 
Have you noticed that like your eating habits or your diet has changed at all since you changed your mindset? Because for me, I, I realized that once I started thinking differently, like I started being disciplined in, in other areas of my life. Have you noticed that, that any other like behaviors have changed once your mindset started changing? Absolutely. I think that because I am, I am so in a space of I have to be own and I have to make sure that I'm bringing like my best thoughts, my best strategies, my best vision forward. Um, I want to feed my body differently, right? So where, you know, I might have wanted to go to Shake Shack before and just kind of, and that used to be kind of what self-care looked like for me in corporate world because I was stressed. Now it's like, man, my body craves vegetables and my, my body craves just something that is nutrition because I know everything that I'm pushing out of me and so it is really interesting how when you like alleviate things even from tv it's like where I used to be like a reality snob I would like watch everything and anything but then not not everything and anything but I mean I would watch reality tv all the time and now that's not even who I who I can relate to in my life you know like it doesn't give me it doesn't give me kind of a release the way it used to. It's like I'm very conscious of what I'm surrounding myself with. If I'm hearing arguing from the Real Housewives in the background, like that doesn't give me the focus that I need. And so um, I think that, I mean, just to answer your question, absolutely. Like I, I try to be conscious of what I eat. I try to at least go to the gym three times a week for some sort of release. And by me releasing those endorphins helps me feel like, okay, okay, I've released. Now I can, I've re-energized to, to go back at it again. I love it. Um, okay, so one thing that I saw that was really cool about the last event that you put on was, um, I don't want to say like forced networking, but maybe facilitated. You yeah. all did like an, an activity where you were you were basically facilitating the networking experience. You wanted to encourage your attendees to get to know one another. Um, and one thing, one question that I get all the time is like, how can you make networking work for you? Like not going to an event, trying to pass out as many business cards as you possibly can. But what are what are some tips that you can offer for people who like me might be an introvert, might walk into the room and want to keep to themselves, might not really understand how to make the most of it so that they can walk away with, you know, a real good contact or a real good start to a relationship or a partnership. What are just some um, tips that you can share for creating meaningful relationships? Well, first of all, I, are you really an introvert? Cause like from the gram, you definitely, I know it's unbelievable, like right? I'm like an anti-social socialite. It's really crazy. Wow, that's so crazy. Well, I'm pretty sure you definitely have a whole self-care routine because when you turn, you got to pour, something has to pour into you. If you're, yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, I would say, so So to answer the question, we, we are on a mission of changing the way women connect. I know for really this past year of me going hard after Boss Women Media that if you don't have connections and if you're not consistent, you might as well go back home. You know, you might as well go back, back to the slave work, workhouse because legit, if you are not in a place 
where you can be connected. And if you're not consistent, it just doesn't work. And so for me, connections, and really for us, we don't necessarily believe in the business card. We don't believe in the traditional networking. Let me shake your hand. Um, Hi, my name is Marty. This is what I do. It's like, who are you at core? What do you like? What are your interests? And so when I'm getting to know a person, I want to know who they are. Do they have kids? Are they married? Um, what are their passions? What are their purposes? I feel like when you connect with people and you allow people to talk about themselves, because people like to talk about themselves, then that's when you really get to know a person and, and who they are. And so some practices that really I put into place is I, you know, I go with, you know, what brought you here? Um, what are you trying to get out of this event? What are your goals? What are you trying to establish? How can I help you do that? Um, and when you come from that space versus just who you are and what you do and what someone can do for you, I think that that's where you lose the connection of it all. Um, at the event, at the last event, we had a connection lounge. And so at that connection lounge, you were handed a card of someone based off of a series of questions you answered pre-event. And, um, and you were able to connect with a person who had similar interests. It was more of like this warm connection versus you just having to go up to somebody and shake a hand. And then you went into a video booth with the person and you guys made a video together on, um, on how you guys are going to help one another accomplish um, the goals that they've set for themselves. Because I think that that's when we win. We win when we get to know each other and when we're ready to lift each other and not necessarily always wanting something in return because I can always guarantee to you that if you help someone most likely they will help you back so true and and yeah I truly believe and not even just believe I've learned this time and time again as an entrepreneur your power is in your people like yeah. that whole you know it's all about who you know who knows you that thing is really real. Like there's so much power in just having connections and true relationships. Um, and like you said, it might not even be that we work together this month or this week or this year, but in two years from now, if I've established a connection, if we've kept in contact and I know that thing that you do or that thing that you're interested in, and you know, there comes an opportunity for us to work together, that's where that relationship really, really is valuable. Um, there's so many opportunities, so many things that I've been blessed with that have literally come through somebody else making a connection, somebody else making an introduction, somebody else just yep. thinking, um, you know, just thinking of me. So, so important that you go to these events and you really make the most of it. Not just, you know, being a wallflower, not just going to take some selfies and look cute for the gram, but really making sure you're being intentional about, you know, who you're connecting with how you're connecting, making sure you're following up, staying connected, all of those things. So I really loved um, the connection lounge idea. Um, in your own career though, Marty, what would you say has been most beneficial for your business? Would you say it's been partnership or mentorship? I would probably say a little bit of both. And um, when I say mentorship, I have really leaned in from a mentor sense of, um, who, who really mentored me through corporate, you know? Uh, one of my mentors um, who really helped, you know, me figure out partnerships and what partnerships look like for our brand was one of our first approvers as a partner. 
because she still worked in corporate, right? And so she had those relationships. She knew what, you know, uh, the strategy that I was going after and how I was, I was going to establish this brand. So she helped me in that. So not being, not thinking that just because you came from corporate life, you want to burn all those bridges. You don't because that, those are, that's, those are the companies that you're trying to be in front of if you're establishing communities and brands, right? Um, but then I also would say, um, you know, from a mentor stance, I've always looked at mentorship in a very unique way where I go after a specific type of mentor. Um, my, my dad has always instilled in me, don't be closed-minded with the people who you have around you and what they might offer you. So for me, a mentor, my mentor group right now looks like um, an older white man who has built and sold a business, um, a white woman who's sitting in a C-suite position, a black woman who is also sitting in a C-suite leadership position, and someone younger than me who um, might look up to me but would give me solid truth and advice, and then a peer. And that's kind of what my circle really looks like right now, simply because I need someone younger than me to tell me, you know, well, have you thought about this? And they're innovative and they're thinking different. I need a peer who might be, a, be in the same season as me who can lean into me and I can lean into them. And I need those business strategies of, of people who have built and sold businesses because that's, that's the goal. And so um, leaning into that. But from a stance around who, um, like in the circle that I'm, I'm building a brand around, I'm, I can be truly honest with you and say, I haven't found that just yet. Everyone's really close-knit and tight with their information and what they have. And so people are not as open as sometimes you would hope that they are. Um, and I'm hoping to lean more in towards that into 2019. And, um, and really being able to cultivate different masterminds around women who are of color, who look like me and are doing the type, same types of things so that we can be more collaborative together. <clears throat> Invite me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Mighty, I have truly, truly enjoyed this conversation. And I know that all of my listeners appreciate all the gems that you have been dropping. I heard you say, you have some amazing stuff coming down the pipeline. So please let us know where they can find you online and how they can connect with you and stay updated with you on social media. Yeah, so you can find us on the gram all day, every day, Boss Women Media on Instagram. We have a private Facebook group on Facebook, Boss Women Media. And then you can find us on our website where we're delivering weekly content, bosswomen.org. This has been another game-changing episode of Confessions of a Workaholic, meant to empower and encourage you to get that ass to work. You already have everything you need to get everything you want if you are willing to do the work. I love you. See you next week. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. 
Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.